at you. Yes. Yeah, otherwise, you can't hear your. Right. Yeah, it's really weird. Because right. I don't know. Yeah. You can't really tell. Otherwise, you just hear drums. Yo, when are we gonna like start incorporating slideshows and stuff into our podcast? If you want to make the slideshow, you will do whatever you want. <laughs> what? Where are we, by the way? Okay. Wants to know. So thank y'all for coming out. We're in Bolden too. Behind the behind the Starbucks. Uh, we're GameWare Express. We are a local video game podcast out of Baton Rouge. Um, we're going to record a condensed episode uh, for y'all to enjoy. These mics are worthless. And then a Q&A afterwards if we have time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I guess we'll go ahead and get started already. Yep. Nope. Yes. Special live episode of Gameware Express, where we're coming at you, MechaCon 2017, New Orleans, Louisiana. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Thank you so so much for coming to watch us. My name is Adam Arinder. It is Saturday, July 29th, and you are listening to episode number 188. Let's introduce everyone else here at the table, all the way at the far end, Mr. Stephen Martin. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So glad to be here, as always. Mr. Swaggy on himself, Mr. Vaughn Venters. Hey, everybody. Everybody right here, Neil Bonham, freshly married. Congratulations to Neil. Thank you. Beautiful wife in the front row. Taking all my thunder. Congratulations. Thank you. Crowd loves it. Uh, We're going to start this episode like we do uh, every episode with our intro question. And since we're at MechaCon, strong anime presence here, i got a simple question for y'all. What's your favorite anime and why? I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. We mm, never talked about not. anime on our podcast. What's your fa- what your favorite anime? Your <laughs> favorite anime today? Whatever. Or just oh man, you've seen a lot because you're you know I'm you're really more old. seasoned than no, us. No, but I'm I've seen old stuff like my I think my favorite anime is still Cowboy Bebop after yep. like yeah. twenty years. You know, it's condensed. It's not like a thousand episodes like Bleach, which is confusing to me. But <laughs> it's something that I can follow because it's uh, I guess digestible is a word that you can use to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I know I, I actually have played a Cowboy Bebop, uh, Bebop video game that never came out. It was uh, I was at E3 in like 2004. Oh yeah, and there was a Sega booth had like a PS2 demo of the Cowboy Bebop game that never came out, and I got to try that. So was it like a just 3D? It was a beat 'em up. Beat 'em up. Like just yeah, that makes nice. Sense. You play Spike or Spike? I the did because why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Welcome to show, Steve. Thank you. What you, Vaughn? I am a fan of Code Geass, actually. Okay. It's more like a more modern Gundam Wing, except like it's even more ridiculous and it has crazier high school characters. Okay. It's it's nice. I I'm like not as familiar with that one. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> it's it's for, like across the board, like a lot of people's favorite animes. So I encourage you give it a watch. All right. Nice, nice. Neil, are you a big anime fan? Uh, I used to watch a lot of it back in the day. Yeah. Um, I would say from. Oh. Ooh, is no. this it? Thank you. No problem. Giving, away, <laughs> giving away a prize if you just come out. <laughs> Congratulations. Yay. 
Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> we can't help you there. <laughs> anyway, Neil, what about you? Uh, so yeah, back in the day, I used to be really into Gundam Wing. Okay. Uh, and hey. there's something I, I really, really, really love that one. But uh, you know, I haven't watched anime in a few years. But I recently just started watching One Punch Man, and that that's kind of like getting oh. me back into it because <laughs> that show is hilariously great. One yeah, Punch. It's so yeah. tongue in cheek, and I think that's what I appreciate the most about Same it. Here. Yeah. Um, I love it. Doesn't take itself seriously. Stuff. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. Uh, Steven, I guess I agree with him. My answer's Cowboy Bebop. my answer. Totally. Can't think of something original <laughs> over there. What well, is like the best ever. It so. is. It like transcends It's got the genres. greatest music. It is yeah. good. Yeah. And the music was make that. When I went to Anime Expo last year, they had like a live band playing all the songs from it. That's really And they had all the voice actors there. Yeah. It was really cool. Nice. I'm not going to lie. So, um, this isn't an anime podcast. This is a video game podcast. Sorry. Uh, so let's talk about anime video games. Um, I beat Persona 5 this week. Yay! Congratulations! 117 hours and 4 minutes. Nice. Now, I'm like 100 hours into this game, but I'm only like halfway to the end. Are you like falling asleep with the machine on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fall asleep a lot when I play games. Because I know, know Steven, you've I've been playing through it too. We've been talking about that in the past couple weeks. Yep. Um, but I finally like buckled down and beat it. And like, I don't know if y'all like Persona. Out there, live in the audience, listening at home. Someone just shrugged his head no. Okay, oh, well, who was that? <laughs> his name is Steven. <laughs> no, I'm just but, uh, <laughs> this game, like, is an absolute masterpiece. Like, I loved it so much. I know Vaughn's beaten it recently. Um, beat it twice. Vaughn, beat it twice. I think <laughs> you are, it recently, yeah. so. I think Adam is a little biased. Because we, we've been doing this show for a few years. What was your most, most anticipated game of the year last year? <laughs> Persona 5. What about the year before that? Persona 5. What about the year before that? Persona 5. Okay. Sure <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing. Because usually if your expectations are that high on something, like they really have to get up there to meet it. If not, it's still disappointing, even if it's good. But with this one, it met my expectations and exceeded it. Yeah, like, if yeah. I could give this game an 11 out of 10, like you, I would. You, you, you can do can. whatever you want. Yeah, you, can. you can do that. Um, we don't review games. So. Yeah. And obviously we don't talk spoilers, so I can't talk too much about it, but it's I'm here absolutely to... amazing. To specifically talk spoilers. Oh, perfect. For this. So if you... Well, I guess I won't. Well, as long as you're <laughs> up to halfway. Up to halfway. Yeah, yeah how, far, how far are you in now, Steven? I'm in the fourth palace, which okay. is... I mean, everything you say about this game is a spoiler, so it's like you that's, really can't even talk about it. That's true. there's people I've know or have met that if you just started playing Persona, then you don't want to know like what you're doing even... Right. 30 or 40 Well, hours even last week, I was like, I didn't even want to say what palace I was on. Right. Because some I've, people consider that to be a spoiler. Right. You know, like however many there are. But um, if you like JRPGs, or anime, or dating sims, or cute characters, and you haven't played this, 11 out of 10 would recommend. Or if you don't like any of it. If if you don't like any of that, but you want to play a game that's like, what's it like to live in Tokyo? That's That's also true. This is kind of similar to that. You gotta go to school, you gotta study for your exams. Well, just (laughs) all the I didn't do that one. I I, I lived in Tokyo for a month and didn't have exams, but yeah, it's... What was that? <laughs> I, yeah, but it, I, it's like all the little small areas that are near Tokyo are well mm-hmm. represented in this video game, which is weird to me. So. I like that's know. cool. It's nice though. Yeah, the the subway system is very difficult to navigate, so I assume that's pretty that's accurate. True. There, there's yeah. a mobile yeah. app. If, you're, if you can't find your way around Tokyo, just download the Hyperdia app. You'll be fine. Okay, so, that's cool. Can you use that in Persona Five? No. Oh. It's, it's actually easier in Persona because you just select. I want to go here. No. Oh, okay. I want to go true. to Ikebukuro. It's right there. So. It definitely makes you more appreciative of mini maps. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, it helps you get around, definitely. Um, so that's all I really I've been doing the past week was putting like forty more hours into that to finish it. It's okay. It was well worth it. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's like my new favorite game ever. So. Yeah, it's I don't, like I don't it know or if I'd say that. It it's is. definitely my top five. <laughs> for sure, I think at this point. It, there's recency bias, so it's hard to be like... Yeah, you guys are... Um, you need to step backwards a little bit from... You, you just... Well, I, you finished it the well, week it came out. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not the week. The but day, like, sorry. It was like pretty, pretty close. I don't beat games that fast. I'm sorry. You put 117 hours day one. I, <laughs> I, <should do> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I'm gonna time turner just so we could be the first one to beat it. Uh, so that's really good. Uh, Neil, what have you been up to? Uh, well, uh, recently played. Speaking of anime games, yeah, uh, the Destiny 2 beta. Oh, my favorite anime came out. Destiny. Yes, <laughs> um, which uh, was really fun. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, you know, it feels a lot like the first one with uh, slight changes mm-hmm. that I kind of really like well when the, when the the big reveal happened that reveal stream a lot of people were just calling it destiny 1.5 right after playing at least this small chunk in the beta do you agree with that mm. or do you feel like there's enough in there that we know about where this feels like a true sequel uh well from the i don't know this beta your did, hesitation is not very well like, no, no no it's just because this beta did not have like the first beta was a quarter of the game yeah it was all of earth yeah. And some of the moon. And some of the moon. Whereas this one is just the first story mission and some multiplayer modes. Yeah. And so from the first multiplayer mission, or from the first story mission, I think they have definitely improved how the story works. Like with right. NPC interactive, like where you interact with them. There are other mission and like stuff. NPCs there. So which I know is pretty much a standard of most games. <laughs> but Destiny, Destiny didn't have that. It was just open doors and, you know, get to the end. Uh but I, I, I'm surprised because I'm a warlock main. Yeah. And in this beta, I love Titan. Really? Oh, so yeah. you played more than just your main class? Yes. Okay. Um, and I really love the new weapon system, how it's not, you know, certain weapons are stuck to a certain slot. Yeah. So now it's like you have weapons that do bullet damage, weapon that, weapons that do energy damage, and weapons that do power damage. So it's mm-hmm. like you can actually run dual of the same types of weapons in yeah. this, which... You can only do in very rare instances in Destiny One. So they had to be like special exotics that you right. could equip a, equip a sniper in like the the main primary slot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked it. They they the first thing you do is you do the homecoming mission, which if you don't know the story, what's going on right now in Destiny Two is uh, the Cabal are coming and taking over the tower, in the last city on Earth. And they're trying to take the the traveler. It's essentially a plot from Dragon Ball Z where the villain believes that the power that you have is his, so he's gonna take. It. Yeah, and I don't know. I felt they did a really good, better job conveying story mm-hmm. and narrative in this than obviously anything in Destiny One. Um, the only the only problem I had a, with the uh, with the beta was what they did with the PvP. Okay. Um, because I feel like when you play Destiny, you run a fire squad. It's three of your buddies, you and two buddies, and you're going to do stuff. When you do a raid, it's six of your friends. Mm-hmm. So you have two fire squads. You can run a raid. In Destiny 1, PvP was 6v6, so whatever crew you were running with, you got to do it. Now they cut that back to 4v4. Right. So it's like you have your fire squad, and then you have a rando. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Vaughn, I guess you can play with us now, because... Yay! Can I bring my fidget spinner with me? Totally. Yes. You're required to. That's actually a uh, new power weapon. <laughs> yes! And I just feel like that really throws off the balance, and I feel like the maps are smaller because of that, which I guess is fine. Yeah, I think the 4v4 works as far as multiplayer goes, but I do agree it's a weird choice as far as how the teams are set up. And I know they're trying to do that weird, like, LFG tender for, you know, 
clans mm-hmm. where you can like swipe at your clans that you like or don't like. Right. I think I might be interested in Destiny. Oh yeah, adding the tender. <laughs> <element>. <laughs> Brings your dating sim part mm. from uh, Persona. Over to That's Destiny. the only reason I don't play Destiny is because it doesn't have enough dating simulation. Well, <laughs> now it does. Also, I just didn't like how I only played Control. That's the only mm-hmm. PvP I got to play. And like, you start with A and C. Whereas in Destiny 1, you had to go get A and C. Right. And I feel like there's some strategy there, because, like, how many people do we leave here to try to fill up the meter faster, and how many people do we send out to B? Right. Whereas now, you just have A and C, so now it's just a cluster mess that's meeting at B, and the scoring's different, because you mm-hmm. only get points per kill, as opposed to points for capturing and points for killing. Well, what the way it works now is it, it kind of works in how Destiny 1 did, where mm-hmm. you get more points per kill, depending on the right. captures but you don't you get, have. But you don't yeah. get points for captures. Right. Also, you don't have to neutralize anymore. Correct. See, all that, I feel like, I mean, they're trying to, I guess, streamline it and make it faster. Fast. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily like that. Yeah. Yeah, Countdown was my favorite mode. And the That's change the new one, of, right? Oh, no, sorry. Control was my favorite yeah. mode. Um, and so them changing it is, I mean, it's a change. Right. So we'll see. This uh, old man yelling at Cloud. Yeah. Like, oh, they changed my game. Yeah. But, you know, that makes it Destiny 2. Right. And not <laughs> Destiny 1.5. Fair enough. Um, but I, I played both modes. Countdown is really fun. Countdown That's is the new one? Yeah, okay. Countdown is basically where uh, first team to five wins, and it's, it's it, it almost plays like Counter-Strike, where one team would basically plays as the people who have to activate a certain thing and hold it, okay. and the other team has to defuse it, and you just swap sides every single So it's like round. a attack defense thing. Correct, Okay. Yeah. I guess that was kind of a game mode that was missing yeah. in Destiny 1. So. so. I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm going to play it, of course. I know yeah, you are. How many course. hours did you put in Destiny 1? About 1,500 so okay. far. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine and normal. Yeah. You got married <laughs> a few weeks ago? Like, some, someone allows you to do all that? Yeah. 15, yeah. God bless. She, she has probably about 800, yeah. So. I have about 1,000, right but most of it's just in the menu. Like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your Dota 2 timestamp say on your Steam account? Uh, so my Dota 2 timestamp is 70 hours. Okay, and how many hours have you played Dota? None. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I launched it, and stuff happens, and you got to go, and Steam's still running. So. Yeah. Right. 70 hour lunch. I don't know. I don't know what I do. <laughs> Probably artwork. Yeah. Vaughn, what you been up to, man, besides fidget spinning and swagging out? Well, as you know, we're at MechaCon right now. We so are. I've spent quite, a, I spent quite a good amount of time in the uh, game room already. Okay, yeah. 20, 24 hours, by the way. 24 hours. And Tokyo Attack is here uh, yeah. this time. So they bring about like a bunch of uh, Japanese rhythm games and whatnot, including DDR and Pump It Up. Well, I started out in the middle of the day playing like Pump It Up and DDR for about like two to around three and a half hours. And then I went to go do panels and stuff. Like, after the burlesque show, I went back to the game room at 1 a.m., played DDR, and did not stop (laughs) until 7.30 this morning. How does your body (laughs) physically allow you to... How are you sitting here with us right now? Adrenaline rush and, well... He keeps himself busy. Yeah, it's it's like a mind control. It brings you life. I understand now with the millennials and the kids. um, They love the fidget spinners. It brings you life. I actually could have kept going, too. The Mm -hmm. spirit was willing, but the legs were dead. So... (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, after that, I got a light breakfast at Starbucks, went back up to the room, took a quick shower, and then went right to bed, took like a three-hour nap. Okay. So you've been playing Persona 5 again, <laughs> but in real life. Kind of, yeah. 5, they, they, they don't let you do anything at night. No. Oh. Morgana gets really mad. He's like, you just need to go to sleep. You should go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, Steve and I went and checked that out, because uh, we got here today, Yeah. and I finally got to get my hands on the... Um, the Japanese table flipping table. game, yeah. where you're like the angry dad and you're banging on the table and you just flip it. Yeah. Yep. And that's great. It's basically like Burnout 3 Crash Mode, but with, with tables. people and tables. Which scenario did you play? Um, I did my best one at the funeral. Okay. <laughs> you flip the casket. You flip over, the casket? And the body just goes that's flying, terrible. and then Jesus. the people get hit by it. <laughs> I, um, I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a funeral. When I picked it. The guy was blue, and I thought that was funny. Yeah. So I, I picked. I picked the blue guy. <laughs> I um. I picked the wedding. Okay. So you are the angry bride. Well, I mean, she has a reason to be upset. Yeah. So you're at you're at your wedding, and you flip the the wedding cake into the crowd, and then you, if you flip it far enough, it opens up the back door, and the uh, groom to be is kissing another girl. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Sad. Deceit. But I flip a table for that. Too. The maid of honor, I, huh? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't read the Japanese. But, he had um, his hands in like a very inappropriate, inappropriate. area. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've always wanted to play that game. <laughs> Me but, too. And I've been to conventions where it's been there, but I never got around to oh, it really? until today. So. I was trying to figure out how yeah. to like do things because they have two buttons. But to confirm stuff, you have to hit the table. Yeah. The table is a button. I think that's <laughs> so if you have time and you're at MechaCon for another day or so and you have not played the table flipping Japanese arcade game. Yeah. We give it five tables. Five tables five out of five. Tables. I'm actually about to flip this table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do I just that. think it's funny that, I mean, it's free play up there, but it's 100 yen, which is about a dollar. Yeah. And literally, all you do is flip the table, and that's it. Yeah. And then there's like a... Well, you smack it down to build yeah. it. Yeah, you have to smack you gotta, it three times. But it, it, it replays it. your table flip over and over again from different angles for like two minutes straight. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we want to do the next one. You can't skip it. So I guess they really want you to get your 100 yen value worth out of doing this. I felt like I got... I didn't pay anything, and I got my value got, worth. That's value. Yeah. They should just give me four table flips. Ooh, that's true. Just, you could just stand there and, like, tell the person waiting that you... No, uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm just going to keep playing. It tells you on the on the table, it says this is not a feat of strength. No. So don't try to, like, send the machine, like, into the screen. So I was talking with Anthony, who runs Tokyo Attack, and... Because we've talked before at conventions. I've actually bought four machines from Anthony over the years. Um, and he was telling me that his part manufacturer that handles the table flipping game only had two parts left for something that they're constantly having to replace. Right. Dang. So he said, well, I want to buy those, so just send me those parts. So I asked Anthony, what are you going to do when you when the table flipping game inevitably breaks and you have to use those parts? And he said they're just going to have to recondition the broken part. Over oh, and over, fix it because yeah. it's constantly breaking, and I wonder mm-hmm. why. It's, I mean, you right. flip a table, so yeah, I don't they, know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They should just have a Kinect version, but that wouldn't be yeah. as fun. No, or VR. Yeah, like, you're just like mm. but maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh, Steve, what you been doing this week? I mean, you know, here at MegaCon, yep. I'm into rhythm games, so I've been playing Sound Voltex. I've been playing that weird poppin' music knockoff. Um, wanted to play some. Some Taito, but or Ty, yeah, Taiko. Taiko. I did not get to play Taiko. Drum I like the bongos, the big. That's the drum one. Yeah, the drum one. Yeah. I've been playing Splatoon too. Ooh. Okay. Which just came out. Yeah. I've got a Switch fan. <laughs> <laughs> look, I have it. If you just want to look at the screen. <laughs> this is how he builds his hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> he just leaves it up. I've been logging this game for like three days, just doing this. So. 
<laughs> um, if you've never played Splatoon, it is a, an, I mean, maybe you didn't own a Wii U, but yeah. it's a competitive uh, painting game. I don't know. You're, <laughs> you're one minute you're a squid, and one minute you're a kid. It's confusing. Um, it's the just... game that unfortunately came out instead of Super Mario Sunshine 2. Oh, yeah, you were hoping that, yeah. Never <laughs> it's just, the, it's the prequel to Super Mario Sunshine. Right. Because he has to come in and clean up all this mess later. No, it's it's the prequel. So they make the mess, and then Mario has to clean it all up. That's what what Sunshine 2 is going to be. Watch. Like Squid Kids, (laughs) like. (laughs) Ruin a new island. I've only really been playing. um, I've only been playing the, like, control. Like Turf War? Yeah, Turf War. I mean, that's the only one I really played in Splatoon 1, and that's. Basically, I'll play in Splatoon 2. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you not, can't really start playing ranked until you get to nope. 10, okay. right? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm level 3. So. But Splatoon 2, I love everything about the gameplay when you're in there and you're a kid and you're a squid. That's all great. Yeah. Everything else about Splatoon 2 is the most convoluted, confusing, terrible system I've ever seen in my life. I don't. What's what, I don't understand. Okay, Steve, let's, 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 let's play a game of Splatoon two right now. Right? I would love to. So like, me and you pull play. me up in your friends list. Oh, I will you invite me to the game. Yep. We get in. We're on the same team. We're okay. squidding it up. Yep. No. No. It doesn't work like that. So I I have to join a game. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to do your friends list, and you have to join my game. Right. And if there's no room, you have to sit and look at his loading screen for three minutes. And then we get into a game together, and then we may not be on the same team. Right. And we can't chat with each other unless we download that terrible app and keep the phone on at all times. Yeah. Was this designed by I mean, Apple? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> you, got, you got Discord, at least. Or Venmo. I don't know. Yeah. In level that's, 10, that's you can unlock ranked mode, and then you can squad up with two or four people. Right. So then we can kind of play together. But, I mean, rank 10 is, I don't know, three hours, four hours in? Yeah, like constantly playing Turf War. I, I Unless you win every match, but I mean, sometimes you're paired with failure. It, so. it just makes sure that you're dedicated to playing this game. I guess so. so. They really want you to know. They, but, want, they want you to like know and understand the game before you just invite your friends into Splatoon. That makes sense. Yeah. What is fun in Splatoon 2 is the new horde mode called Salmon Run. Salmon Run. Yeah. I, I, I would play that all the time. Yeah. So online, I just want to log into Splatoon well, 2 and actually, play. Actually, you can only do it during this time and this time on certain days. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. So you can't, you can't really do but that. But we could play together. Well, we could all play together. Yeah. And that's really fun, because it's just horn mode. You're trying to collect these eggs and drop them off in a basket. And as you do. As you do. Yeah. Um, and then there are a bunch of enemies coming at you. And that, like, I, if I could just do that all the time, that'd be great. But it's one of those things where it's only fun if you're all together. Because if you're trying to talk to randos, well, that's not very good ever. Right, right. But, now, uh, how does Splatfest work? Because I missed the last one. So you and, pick um, a team... During the like beta period, it was like, do you like cake or ice cream? Cake or ice cream. And, and I said ice cream. I said cake. When you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream so you get paired up with other ice cream fans, and then you just play Turf War. So the next Splat, or is it Splatfest? Yeah, the next one is uh, mayonnaise or ketchup. Is there like an I abstain team? I don't think so. They should have. One. They have should have like one, one uh, mole character where like the ketchup fan goes on the mayonnaise team and tries <laughs> to sabotage it. <laughs> I'm wondering, is this the new like everybody votes kind of channel from the Wii? If you remember on the Wii, everybody votes. You could log into your Wii and it would ask you like. Do you like the color blue or do you like the number five? And you have to vote. And it would tell you, we would log in all the time. We would log in to look at the results, my lovely wife. Um, we, we would log in and look at the results of the, uh, the voting. And you could, lo- you could look by region. Like okay. the people across the street from us didn't like the number five. They're a bunch of weirdos. But the people who live in Nebraska loved number five. So we're friends with them now. So I'm wondering, is the Splatoon, everybody votes, is that what Splatfest is going to be? It must be. So I think it was for the cake ice cream one, like 72% of the people chose ice cream. That's because they're smart. <laughs> this seems like a less invasive Mitomo. Yeah. Kind of. 
Also, every time you turn the game on, the not Callie and Marie characters always have to tell you every single map that's available right now, right. and you can't so, skip it. Well, I mean, that yeah. was in the first game, Also, every too. two hours when it updates, you can't skip it. I kind of like it. It's like a TV show with squids. Yeah, and kids. That was also in the first game, although when we were playing it, there weren't as many stages, so we didn't have to stare at it for that long. That's true. That's true. But, you know. Splatoon 2 is still fun. Once you get in there and you're actually playing, it's just all it's the systems It's also cool that you can it. literally play Splatoon 2 anywhere you go. Like, I'm in the shower playing Splatoon 2. I'm driving <laughs> down the interstate playing Splatoon 2. <laughs> as long as this thing has battery, like, I can play it everywhere. And I think that's why Splatoon 2 will work better than Splatoon 1, aside from no one bought a Wii U. I had to have an extension cord to play Splatoon 1 in the street. Like, it was like a 50-foot extension cable just to go outside to play that. It's yep. difficult. I actually did bring my Wii U on a flight to Japan. Yeah, you plugged it in. I, I, I hauled the whole system in like 10 discs, and I didn't play any of them. <laughs> she, she thought it was dumb, and it was. But I, it worked. I was on my airplane, and I plugged in the Wii U to the you know, power, support, power source, and it played... Uh, what did I play? Captain Toad, your game of the year pick. Oh, yeah. yay! <laughs> Juan's favorite game. So. But now you don't have to do that, because it works no, for like no. two and a half hours without... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it drains real fast. It does. It does drain yeah. fast. Cool. Uh, let's move on to the news segment of this show. News of the world. Um, remember when Pokemon Go was cool? Like, does anybody here still actually play Pokemon Go? Okay, one one hand over there, Steven. Yep. Um, apparently, some people still do play this game. I play Magikarp Jump. <laughs> not Pokemon Go. <laughs> I do have it on my phone. <laughs> See? Apparently there was an Articuno raid today. Oh, uh, well, we missed that. I couldn't log in. But, um... Couldn't work. I guess some people still play this game. They all flew to Chicago last week for Pokemon Go Fest. They spent money, came from all over the world to go to this park and do this raid together, and then none of the servers worked. No. And they couldn't do anything. And then there's a video of the Niantic CEO getting up on stage to talk, and everyone's booing him. Dang. That's rude. Now there are a number of people filing a lawsuit against Niantic for lost wages or lost uh, reimbursement for traveling to Chicago for this thing. And not being able to do anything at it, right? I mean, they reimbursed them the tickets for the events. Great, twenty bucks. Yeah, back in my pocket. But I spent a thousand dollars getting to Chicago and hotel and stuff. Right. So, I, I don't know. I just Pokemon Go is still a mystery to me because there was like the that three week period last year, which was here last year, where everyone loved it and was playing it. Oh, that was the best three weeks ever. And then mm-hmm. it kept just it seemed to me getting worse and worse. And they kept trying to do things, but how do you have this event that you're planned and you don't have your servers up to snuff? You know, it's, it's hard to scale networks. It's, you know, we're, none of us are... I'm no network engineer, on, but... Right. See, they should have that's done you, a beta. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what the first year of Pokemon Go was. That was the first year of Destiny, dude. Okay. Yeah. So that really sucks for those people, and I hope that Niantic does something to fix their game. Well, just wait until Pokemon so, Go Fest 2.0. That's Next true. year, can't wait. Even better, <laughs> where only the locals show up. Yeah, yeah. don't travel. Speaking of disappointing news, we'll just stay uh, disappointing this week. Um, I don't know if you are one of the lucky ones out there, like myself, Vaughn, and Steven, who are able to pre-order an SNES Classic I got on Walmart.com. Both of them. That then were all pulled because they sent out an email saying, nice. "Oops, we didn't mean to actually put them up on pre-order, so all of this is canceled." Canceled. I, I still get mine though, right? Is no, that, no. I think so. You get the same middle finger we all got. Well, yeah. And they're like, "Well, we hope we can earn your business later." And it's like, no. so you're gonna I put mean, these up again in a month, and then some of us are gonna do it again, and some of us aren't. Like, I don't understand. 
just let us keep it. It's the same machines, right? Well, they, they probably oversold, right? They sold too I guess many that's true. than what they'll get. So just cancel but them all. I know people are very upset. Right, They're saying, I'm never going to go to Walmart again, or I'm not going to go to... That's a lie. I mean, <laughs> if the Super Nintendo Classic, whatever, is available on Walmart's website again, wouldn't you immediately try to... Of course. Even though you were burned the first time. Right. Yeah. Because people want these things. Right. They're crazy. Yeah. Couldn't get NES Classics anymore. How else am I supposed to play Super Nintendo games? I have I know. no other that's way That's the only to way to do it. it. Other than that. So. Two controllers. Yeah. How else are you going to play Star Fox 2? Download the ROM the next day. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a physical card you can uh, borrow his. I mean, it's also a ROM, so... Shh, shh, but it's mm. physical. <laughs> as long as you delete it within 24 hours, you're good. You gotta, oh, is that the rule? That's the law. Oh, okay. Down, if you download a ROM within 24 hours, you have to delete it. He keeps well, it next that's to his not a thing for me. Uh, I got some good news for you, Steven. Thank you. One of your favorite franchises... It's coming to America. Destiny, finally. <laughs> Again. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven was confirmed for a Western release yeah. next year. That was for Wii U? You no. Know. No. Dragon <laughs> Quest was the first role-playing game I ever played. I was eight years old. I'm, like, old now, but I was young <laughs> then. And um, I think I got a copy of that game from subscribing to Nintendo Power uh-huh. in 1989. Yeah. Which, that was a long time ago. So I, I've been a <laughs> Dragon... Quest. born. It's a yeah. good year. It was a good year born. <laughs> oh, no, you were still old then. No, I was eight. Was eight. <laughs> I've been a Dragon Quest fan since then, but I, I didn't know what turn-based role-playing games were until the first Dragon Quest. So I've been playing them, you know, for... 30 years now, mm-hmm. almost. So, it was no surprise that Dragon Quest Eleven would get, um, you know... Right. So that just came out in Japan, like, this week, right? Yesterday. Yeah, or two yesterday. days ago. I saw a bunch of people with... So there's a really cool special edition of Dragon Quest Eleven in Japan that actually comes with both the PS4 and the 3DS version. Whoa. It's like a one box you buy, and then you open it up, and it's got the 3DS version on the top. But they don't talk to each other, right? You no, no, like no. And, yeah, but it's kind of... It's neat to see a retail package that has Sony and Nintendo... Right. Their names on it, nice. and then I think they sold a sword, like an actual sword. Whoa! I guess you could buy sword. those downstairs. Yeah, you can, but Probably. not Dragon Quest. 11. Not the Dragon Quest one. So, but they they didn't officially announce platforms, <clears throat> I don't believe. But no. they did say it's coming. And it's probably going to be 3DS and PS4. Yeah, right. So. Like they have a lot of lines of dialogue to translate. There was, and another point to that is there's not going to be voice acting in this game. And um, is there in the Japanese version? No. Oh, okay. There's never been in the Japanese versions of Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Eight. Was the first game to have voice acting, and it was only in the U.S. version. Okay. So, and I think maybe some other have since then have, but um, no, they're not going to do voice acting uh, for the U.S. version. And one of my favorite things, though, of the 3DS version is that it's 3D graphics on the top screen, and then the bottom screen, it's like NES graphics. Nice. But it's the same game oh, on both screens. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, choose, choose your own graphics. Both. Yeah. I'm sad I missed the anniversary of Dragon Quest Nine. It's a good game. What was the Oh, yeah, you weren't here last week when we talked about it. Yeah, that was, no. I, was, I was pretty sad about that. I remember when Vaughn, Vaughn played Dragon Quest Nine. We were both playing at the same time. Uh, it was ten years ago? It was a long time ago. I don't know. Well, Vaughn didn't know that you could recruit characters, that you could have a second, third, and fourth party member. And he played through the entire game with one party member. I also didn't know the you, entire game. I also didn't know you could change classes. Yeah, he didn't know you could change classes. So but he, you beat it. And he beat it. He I beat mean, it. it took me months to beat it. But it shouldn't have. like a hard mode version of that game. Yeah. Uh, I'm still sad and upset about it, I but I you, did it. I think you need to tell uh, the creators of the game that story. <laughs> yeah. They would like that. I probably will. Maybe years down the road when I'm old. Yeah, when you're my age. 
I know a game uh, Neil and I really enjoyed last year on PlayStation 4 is coming to Switch, actually yesterday, mm-hmm. um, Overcooked. Oh, yeah. Did anybody play Overcooked out there? Woo! Great game. It's fun. It's, it's now out on Nintendo Switch. Um, if you haven't checked out Overcooked, it's this frantic two-to-four-person cooking game. But you are like have to make a burger, and you're on two semi-trucks going down the road, and sometimes they have to separate... But only this side has, like, the lettuce and the tomatoes, and this side has the buns, and you have to, like, put them together. It's really fun and really hectic. And if and, you play yeah. it on PlayStation, like, you, two people hold one controller. They can't. They can't. Yeah, you can, can play yeah. with separate controllers. It's more fun to just, like, I'm going to share the left half of the controller. <laughs> you use the right half of the controller, and we have to kind of... No, the game's fun. Yeah, I highly recommend. Uh, it is coming. Came to Switch yesterday, but whatever platform you have that it is available on, play that game. Yes, because it is incredible. It's very, very good. We'll play it at least if you have at least one friend. By yourself, yes. it's not no. But yeah, it's it's, it's, it's two or four is yourself, the best. But. Three is difficult because on when it's three players, they think you have four players, but you don't. So it's much more difficult because you have one yeah. spot that's just missing. Whereas when you're doing two players, you have a little more time. Uh, to make your burgers and make your pizza because there's only two of you. Yeah. Um, who likes free games that you pay for? I love them. Okay. Yeah. August is next month, so we have our PlayStation Plus and games with gold lineup. We'll start with PlayStation this month. For PlayStation 4, uh, you get Just Cause 3. Nice. Solid pickup. As well as Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. Nice. Is that a uh, downloadable content for... It's um, the... Black Flag Black standalone Flag. expansion. Yeah. Oh, this is like the pirate. Yeah. yeah. Where you loves. play as the, yeah. the slave guy. Right. Uh, on PlayStation 3, cool. you get Super Motherload and Snake Ball. I like snakes. I, I think I hear and good things about Super Motherload. I've heard, I've heard that name before. Yeah. So that's, that's good. And on Vita, you get Level 22 and Downwell, which is also crossed by on PS4. Nice. And I actually bought Downwell. Is that the phone game where you're like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you fall down a well. And you have to it's in the name. shoot yeah, things. It's called Downwell. And you shoot <laughs> things as you're falling down. It's, yeah. it's a roguelike, so yeah. every time you die, you start over. Completely. And then for if you have an Xbox, for Games of Gold, uh, you get for... Okay, because there's always weird. For Xbox One, for the month of August, you get Slime Rancher. And then for the back half of August on Xbox One, you get Trials Fusion, which I hear is a good game. Mm-hmm. On Xbox 360, for the first half of the month, you get Bayonetta. That's a good game. The superior version of the PS3 version. <laughs> oh, yes. And then the back half of the month, you get uh, Red Faction Armageddon, which has good destructible environments. I heard the game's fun. Yeah. Is huh? that Was that the second one or third one? I think it's the third one. No, sorry. Third, third one, one or fourth one? I think it's the third one. I don't know. It doesn't I don't matter. matter. I don't think it was that the one on Mars or in Mars? I think, I think that was the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Red Faction game is on Mars until you drill into Mars. Right. But, like, I think the latest one was like only underground. And so oh, it didn't have the open world like the that's one That's why before. they went out of business. Yeah. yeah. Sad story. It is, because you made an awesome game and then you didn't. Right. Sorry. What's that? I didn't make it. No. All right. Yeah. That's all the news I have, have for this week. Hey, what about that San Diego Comic-Con news for that Marvel Infinite, though? We talked about that last week, Big Dog. Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah. were you not on the show? You were on the show last <laughs> week. <laughs> Still talk Probably about Kingdom it. Hearts 3? Oh, oh, yeah, that was last week, too. Jeez. Finally get to 20, talk about 2018. It. Yeah. All right, we'll all right. Never mind, then. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> actually, they're going to... It's So, they're going to actually cancel Kingdom Hearts 3 and just call it Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> 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 Uh, let's quickly move on to my uh, new favorite segment of the show, Rumor Has It, because I got two hot rumors for y'all this week. Um, What's the snapping? Oh, is that what we do now? I, don't, I like it. According to 
a filing with the Eastern European Intellectual Property Office number 01699123325. Rumor has it we're getting an N64 classic from Nintendo most likely next year. They're going to make 64 of them. That's and then they're going to put them on an island and you just have to go and fight for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got one of those from a kiosk in the mall a few years ago. <laughs> so apparently there was a, a, a patent filing for um, an N64 controller, which seems mundane, but it's the same type of file patenting that we had for an SNES controller last year and an NES controller the year before. So a lot of people are expecting an N64 Classic to come by next year. And considering the SNES Classic isn't even out yet, and we just had this whole Walmart snafu, I mean, it makes sense they're doing it, right? Like, do you think so, it's a good rumor? Well, yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you put on that? You put, like, GoldenEye. You put, That's, like, that seems like a licensing It'll have 10 plus have one eye, game. Right? 10 plus one games. <laughs> Super Mario 64 to it's never been released. Never, never <laughs> been released. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because does it have four controllers? The SNES Classic has two. Does this have four? It's going to be like two hundred dollars. Yeah, might as well just go buy an N sixty four. Exactly. And then it's like, will we get our N sixty four games going to come to whatever Switch Virtual Console becomes? Like this, I don't know. As we get further along, do we get a GameCube Classic in two years? Like, what do you put on that? Where's my Game Boy Classic? Where do we stop? We, we never stop. This, no. We don't get my Wii Classic. Right. Wii Eventually we'll again. get it all the way up to the Switch Classic. Yeah. While the Switch, is, <laughs> still <laughs> still <laughs> the Switch is still in production. Switch greatest hits. So I think it's a good rumor. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. I would say good so rumor. so weird to me because I'm, I'm just like, does it have 10 games instead Probably. of 20? Yeah. I mean, they seem to go 10 less every right. time. So I mean, The Switch Classic will have one. Does the N64 <laughs> have that many Zelda. good games that's not by Nintendo and that's not ported on other things? Does it have to be non-Nintendo games? It's easier for just Nintendo. That's what I'm saying. It's easier to license because you said Goldeneye, but that seems like a licensing nightmare with the James Bond license. It's with Activision now. Microsoft owns Rare. Microsoft owns Rare. That just seems like a mess. Yeah, I think it'll probably be at because of the games and how they came out and everything due to licensing for the time. Yeah, I think it'll probably just be Nintendo. You can do Mario 64, Mario Kart. Yeah, Zelda, Zelda. Zelda, You really only Kirby 64. You only need one game, and it's Glover. (laughs) <laughs> if Glover's not on there, it would be very... Or the Chameleon Twist. That was That's good. true. Thank you. Yeah. Um, second hot rumor this week, according to some domain registrations by Atlas, we might be getting some sequels to Persona Q and Persona Dancing All Night. Dancing All Night. So I'm okay with this. Because now we have Persona 5 characters that can be dancing or be chibi characters crawling through dungeons. Dancing All Day. Dancing All... Whoa. He's blew my mind. So that's why you can't play at night, because it's a totally separate game, they say. Yeah, they dance. <laughs> when the protagonist sense. goes to bed, everyone just dances. Dance. Yeah, dance. yeah. If there's another Persona Q game, I want the Persona 5 characters to interact with 4 and 3 characters. I would hope that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Alice filed a lot of uh, domain registrations for like P5D, uh, PQ2, P3D, like all those other things, JP. So a lot of people are thinking this is going to lead to that. I Sounds think Persona like, Q2 is definitely happening. Persona 5 dancing makes sense. Yeah, but they even have the costumes for it. That's true. Persona 5 Arena. Sounds like maybe. a bunch of uh, near Autonoma character names. <laughs> That's true. So That's if, true. if there is another Persona Q game, is it just 3DS? Or is it Ooh. also on... I don't know. I think, question. Yeah, I think it's just 3DS. I think it might just stay on 3DS yeah. as well. They might sell a box that comes so, with uh, both <laughs> versions. You would say you would agree that there will be continued support for Nintendo 3DS in 2018. Not by Nintendo. Okay, you're an idiot. Nintendo will not put out a 3DS game in 2018. Nintendo will put out 3DS games. They're not supporting this machine. The Switch is too popular now. No. We'll see. We'll do another episode one day. (laughs) 
Anyone um, willing to side bet on this? <laughs> Do we have a running bet on this show, yeah. and my opinion is correct, and it's that <laughs> Nintendo will continue to put games out on a system that sold 80 million units, and you think that they won't. No, because they need to focus. Once they get Switches out the door and can make them, they, they want everyone to buy that they, thing, and it's hot right now. And that'll be 2019. <laughs> they, they won't ever be able to make enough Switches, right? Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon, that's it. Yeah, that's we'll it. see. Um, but that's a long way off. If you want to know what's coming out next week in games, well, since we're doing this a day late, on Friday, Metopia and Hey Pikmin came out on 3DS. And then next Wednesday, uh, Tacoma comes out on Xbox One and PC. Those are the people who made Gone Home, which is a fantastic game if you have a Is it a it. Toyota truck simulator? Basically. Yep. Oh, nice. You drive a truck around town. You pick up your friends, you fight monsters in the, cra- in the, in the fields. And it's got a Hemi. This episode brought to you by <laughs> Toyota Trucks. So that's what we I have looking forward. I mean, I'm sorry. That's what's coming out this week. Vaughn, you're going to take the mantle from Steven, right? Yeah, So let's take sure. a trip to the past with... Retro Rewind! Yes! That was actually yeah. fast forward to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, I did the wrong... <laughs> Whoops. This is the segment of the show where we look back on what games came out this week in the past. Um, like there's week. lots of stipulations, though. <laughs> it can't be a spinoff. And it has to come out in America. In America. And it's weird I rules. The rules whenever I want. It's too many rules, man. So Back this week, when I grew up, there were no rules. In 2001, Pokemon Crystal came out on the Game Boy That's a spinoff. Color. That's a spinoff. <laughs> Pokemon Red and Blue. He's right. He's actually right. I mean, it actually is a spinoff. <laughs> I, never, I never played Crystal. I never played Crystal either. I played gold and silver. I only ever played silver, actually. And then I played hard gold when that came out. I only played soul silver. I didn't even play silver when it was young. (laughs) And then one of my favorite games of all time came out this week, six years ago. Another Atlas joint. Catherine came out in 2011. Yeah. Catherine Love in the audience. If you haven't played Catherine, it's... um, Puzzle platforming action horror dating game. It's another one of those. Another one of those. Yeah, yeah. it's actually really good, <laughs> and it's it's fantastic. Who um, likes Catherine with a C? That's the correct answer. We got got some hands. She, she can. Who, uh, Catherine with a K. Catherine with a K. Okay. Oh, tied. Okay, it's, it's right. <laughs> Over is my hand for both. Catherine. <laughs> that still ties. <laughs> so th- that's those are two games. July's on a big uh, game release month. Uh, which one is your favorite out of these two? El Shaddai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did come out the same day. See, no one even talks about it. What's that game about? Even on <laughs> so, El Shaddai, I don't even know. It's, That's, it's in heaven or something? You you miss- a, okay, you ascend to the Metatron. <laughs> Because right, that's the that's the that's the title of the game. Steven, you missed the joke he was trying to set you up for. Oh, oh, what? How? What? how, how it's a oh, this is a uh, all ages panel, so I can't say it. Um. <laughs> how the heck should I know? How the hell should I know? Yeah, um. it's not a joke to not land. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, Catherine. Oh, Catherine is my favorite game. Catherine, yeah, Catherine. One of the best games ever made. Atlas only puts out hits most of the time. If it's a Persona team, they made that weird Nazi RPG on a 360. Perfect. That didn't sell very well. <laughs> what? Operation Darkness. Thank you. Okay. She knew. Yeah. She knew the name of that one. I remember that one. I didn't play it. I just remember it sitting on the shelf. For a yeah, long time. I think yeah. I bought a copy. <laughs> So this is the part of the show where we usually read emails. If you want to email the show, you can, GameWareExpress at gmail.com. But since we have people looking at us awkwardly, let's turn to the audience if anyone has any Q&A for us about the Live show, about podcasting, emails. or whatever. I don't care. Link Fire away! Has, Link has a question.
I um, I'm more of a fan of like older sports yeah. games, like really older. It's like I play NBA Live, but I played the one that came out in 1995. <laughs> so I don't think you'd be interested. Maybe you would come over and we'll play NBA Live '95 on Super Nintendo. I played some Madden recently. Yeah, that's a friends we even put a little uh, league together and we played. We and I was I was more of a fan of the college football games. Yes. And they stopped making those, so stopped making them a while ago. Yep. If they, if you got a copy, shoot it my way. I, <laughs> I mean, like NCAA eighteen. That's what I need. You know? That's what we need. I also like I like crazy arcade sports games, like NBA, like Jam. NBA Jam and NBA Street. And mm-hmm. I was actually in NFL Los Angeles, Blitz. Super Mario um, Strikers. I was in LA recently for a work related thing, and it's we, called E three. We had a, a NBA Jam tournament, <laughs> which is a basketball game that's an arcade game, and, and Adam and I made it to the to the finals. We did of the tournament, so it was me and Adam. Uh, playing against each other, and man, it, he just didn't stand a chance. It was, <laughs> it was really sad. I almost wanted to like turn the machine off because he was losing so badly. Dang! <laughs> but I did cheating win. Team. What's that? Uh, cheating team. I, he, say, he says I cheated because I picked a team. But as far as I know, when you play a sports game, you have to pick a team. Uh, so if I cheated, I'm sorry. I don't understand why you think I cheated. I think yeah. he did cheat, and he still lost. So. <laughs> Cheaters lose. Moral of the story. Over here, in the black. What is your opinion on Nintendo locking the hard mode on Sam's Returns with the Amiibo? Yeah. That's... The only way to play it. I mean, squishy, they just did it on... Amiibo. Or they locked it away in uh, Breath of the Wild via DLC, so... Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. not the first time they're doing but stuff I mean, like that. But everybody can get that. Everybody can get the squishy Amiibo. It's sold yeah, that, yeah that's true. To, um, at certain point, you'd have to just buy one of those, like, Amiibo spoofers. You know, you download the yeah. NFC file, and yeah. then you just copy it onto... The... Right, so... You know how to do that. I know. Well, it's like a Game Shark. Yeah. If you can operate a Game Shark, you can operate the Amiibo spoofer. And they might add it, you know, twelve ninety nine. you can just get hard mode. <laughs> the real hard mode is just to turn your 3DS upside down, and then beat it. And then, then the, you don't have to worry about buying an Amiibo. Why do that when uh, everyone their stuff sells out? Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem because if you want the squishy Metroid Amiibo, but it's sold out, right? That's yeah. What are you gonna do? Come but to that's house. what they look at. You know, it's sold out, so obviously people like it. Right. You sir, on the normal clothes right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, mostly a question. For you speak up. Fidget spinning V. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Japanese fighter? And give a brief explanation. Describe Japanese fighter. A fighter made <laughs> Just in Japan. So anime fighter. Okay, well, it's it's been a, like a long dead game for a while now, but I am a big fan of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax okay. because I'm a big fan of the Persona characters, and a lot of the mechanics they borrowed from the other games fit really well in that game. So I've spent the most time playing it. It was like my first anime fighter ever, so obviously I'm a little biased towards it. Nice. My favorite anime fighter is Clay Fighter. <laughs> Very good. Very much of Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Yo, see my taffy. No, you don't want to see mine. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. I like Guilty Gear X2. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll take these two from ladies right here. We just got the five minute warning, so. Oh, mine's silly though. Oh, it, that's Is fine. Resident Evil Four, the greatest game ever created. <laughs> yes or yes, and please elaborate. It is. I I prepared a two-hour speech uh, for Resident Evil 4. Um, That game's great. Right? I know it's a joke question. 
But Resident Evil 4 informed and, uh, and influenced an entire, like, like, how do we make a shooter, right? Like, how do you make a third-person shooting game? Because uh, before that, it was mm-hmm. like, I think Kill Switch was... Right, yeah. Which was basically like Gears of Gears War before of War, Gears of yeah. War. But um, there's so many games that today, whether it be horror or action-focused, that just, man, they take influence. I'd never get tired. If they put that out on Switch, I'd pay another $20 to play that Oh, game. it's coming yeah. to Switch. Don't it's worry. Right. That'd be great. Thank you for the question. <laughs> Last one over here. Are y'all more excited for Sonic Mania or Sonic Design Your Own Persona? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's an easy question. Sonic Mania. Yeah, obvi- obviously Sonic Mania. I just want to play the one that has the most friends. <laughs> well, like, I really forces. only care about friends for Sonic games. So I, I played Sonic Robots and fish and the girl and the human, of course. <laughs> I played Sonic Forces at E3, and I thought it had some potential, and then when I finally got to play it, um, when you're running real fast, it's just furry characters popping up in your ear just yelling at you a lot, and I didn't like that. Too. <laughs> that was just fast. Yeah, that was kind of a weird... It was kind of weird. Plus, that we had a demo, and it was like a minute long. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a very long demo. So. But I can't wait for Sonic Mania. That's next month. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so that's it. Thank you all so much for coming out today and watching us do this crazy podcast every time. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR is our store we work at. Gameware, uh, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress is us right here. Uh, for Steven, Vaughn, Neil, I'm Adam. Thank you all so much. We will be playing the uh, Jackbox Party Pack games in this room at 11 p.m. If you've never done that, it's very fun. It's basically like Cards Against Humanity, but amped up to 11, and you get to be the terrible person instead of the cards being terrible. Uh, and it's 18+, plus, so sorry, small children in the front. You can't make it. Um, and if anyone has any other questions or anything, we'll be hanging out in the back after the panel. Um, for those listening on the MP3, we do have a new segment called Gameware of Thrones, a little show called Game of Thrones. I don't know if you all watch that or not, uh, where we talk about the uh, episodes every week when they come out. We, we already recorded. Record- we already recorded that. Um, so I'm going to type tape it on at the bottom. So stick around for Gameware of Thrones after this. Everyone else have a great rest of MechaCon, and we'll see you next week. I don't know how much we can actually do that. I don't know. I think we'll get sued. I think we're already going to get sued. That's fine. They love us. We're right up on their radar. Uh, John Michael Carley. Yo! This is Gameware of Thrones, our new spinoff show at the end of Gameware Express. Of course. Everyone else is going to get ready for MechaCon stuff because you just heard, if you're listening to this on your MP3 feed, our live uh, panel at MechaCon. Uh, but we haven't recorded that yet, actually. Secrets. Uh, we're actually recording this earlier in the week because we can't talk Thrones spoilers at a panel because, and we don't have enough time. Because that would just be rude. It would be rude. So I also didn't want to start this segment and then not be able to do it for episode two. So I'm glad you're able to join me. Of course. And we could do this before. So season seven, episode two. Whoa, wait, what? Yeah. Season. I thought we were doing season one, episode two. Oh, okay. So I've just started this show. (laughs) So we're probably going to be a little off. Perfect. Ned Stark makes it all the way to the end. Sean Bean historically (laughs) makes it through most programs I've seen. That being said, I haven't seen him in anything except for national treasure and he did die in that so <laughs> he was a national treasure yeah he was the oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he was a national treasure okay that's great that's funny uh season seven episode two stormborn yeah. uh we're about to spoil this so if you haven't watched game of thrones ever like john michael 
Uh, Guys, I'm just kidding. I have seen this episode. <laughs> I'm nail it. So Daenerys, the end of episode one, finally got Daenerys to... Daenerys uh, Yep, that's her name's in the title. There we go. Uh, finally got to Westeros, got to Dragonstone, about to start plotting her attack. She's got a true kingdom under her wings now. That's exactly will. right. She's ready, and she's ready to take over. Um, but obviously... How did you feel about the scene where she's like calling out Varys on him being like loyal to her? Because uh, I liked it, you know. Yeah. It did. I I liked. I more so liked Varys's response to her. Yes. That uh, it because it, yeah, it's still true to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely one of those people that you never know what he's gonna do. Exactly. But, uh, he he's pretty straight up about it. Either way, he's like, I'm still. I just, it's, Everything I've done has been for the people. Mm-hmm. Do you believe him in his responses to her? I, I or do you do. think he was just telling her what she wants to hear? No, I, I think... Or do I, you think I, he's really on Team Danny this time till the end? I think he is. And I, I think she, more so her like you know response to him. You could He had this great facial expression when she's like, if you see me failing the people, please let me know. And and that when he he, could, he had like this look of contentment on his face, that right? Because he, he was like, okay, so a monarch who will actually like listen to feedback and not yes. think they're hot shit and, yes. and expect everything to go their way or the highway. Correct. And I think I, you're right, since he's like quote unquote for the people. Yes, he he'll, he knows she's open to feedback that will help benefit the people. Right. Than, I guess previous monarchs. But then we have you know these people giving her feedback, and then we have the old lady uh, uh, Tyrell Tyrell, uh, telling her, don't listen to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Do your own thing. So kind of some mixed messages there. Well, when you have so many houses that are kind of like rogue, they don't really have a team. It's just kind of like the Misfits team. Kind of, we don't like each other, but Uh, we hate Cersei. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what they've pulled together now. And Mm -hmm. enemies, the enemy of my enemies is my friend kind of, team and it's uh, okay fine. So we saw it in the first episode when uh lady elena and sand snake mom were kind of yeah. like chatting it's like last time we were in dorn you fucking killed us yeah exactly and now we're buddies but so, yeah no one really likes cersei so that kind of makes yeah. sense i guess um speaking of sand snakes being killed yeah <laughs> if you, we can just jump around there's no real format to this with that whole weird sea battle thing at the end with, i didn't i didn't like the sea battle um, How? Okay. I know it's like fantasy television. You got to put some suspension of belief or whatever in there. Sure. But they're they're you know Daenerys sent them to let me check the notes where they were going to Sunspear, and all of a sudden Uncle Uncle Theon, what's his name? <laughs> Euron. Euron. Yeah. Comes crashing into them, and it's like, do you know how big this sea is? And it's night. Yeah. How the fuck exactly. are y'all gonna just roll up on them? Unaware. Secret stealth, stealth boat, <laughs> like sea liners, like <laughs> it makes no. I, you're right. I, I don't understand, but okay. Putting that aside, <laughs> even just putting that aside, I, sh- I. Okay, so let's say he takes them by surprise. I right. fucking hate Euron. <laughs> I think he's a terrible character in this show. He is a cartoon character. <laughs> In a pretty well balanced cast of characters that you know, sure, I feel like, when, like somewhat grounded, and then he's yeah, just like, I agree. yeah, like you know, I mean, he comes in on this like weird like chomping thing, and he's like laughing. Yeah, it's just like a video just, game boss. Exa- it really was. It truly was, and that's why when they're in the throes of this battle, like I, 
any like you know recognizable face going up against him, I'm like, well, that person's gonna die. Right. Like they're not gonna take. Like they've set him up to be a, a boss character. Yeah. And no one can fight him in battle, so I'm like, well, that person's out. And then, sure. Enough. I guess for the season they had to have some type of like main baddie who isn't Cersei because most everyone sure. else is dead so they're trying to bring this guy in like, it's kind of like in the first Hobbit movie where like the main baddie was just like that white orc and yeah. it's like that's a really weak antagonist exactly whereas this like you said he's just he's just like a goofy cartoon character yeah and I don't like him and it's just overpowered and then at the end there we, where he's holding Yar well first like you said he just fucking murdered two yeah, of those two hand those, snakes. Those. One of those, I didn't realize, Colleen Wing from Iron Fist. Oh, okay. The, the sh- one that got hung yeah, by her own rope. that makes sense to me now. Yeah. But that, uh, okay. Cool. Uh, and then the third one, the one with the boobs from like two seasons ago, oh. and Mama Sandsnake yeah. got captured, I guess? Yeah. Well, no, two of them... Or two killed. of them died. Yeah, two and then the other two were like underneath. Oh, sure, and yeah, 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 And they're like, but the, the one I, the one I hated really died. So, which although the really one hated who, died, which well, got stabbed. Uh, yeah, talking about that one. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't like her. She's <laughs> awful. Her face annoys me. I don't know. <laughs> Something about her just pisses me off. Right, right. So I'm glad she died. Um, it's a pretty gruesome scene at the end there with one of them hanging from yeah, the, the mast and the other one like stabbed in there. Dark imagery. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what you get for the show, but right. And then he. Uh, Uncle Euron captures Yara, and then right. Dion, like I guess, full, goes full reek and jumps off the really boat. Just, yeah. Or does he? I do mean, you think like that was? Do you think he just like like wimped out and jumped off, or you think he has some like crazy grand? Plan? Oh, I don't think he has. Any okay, sort you think of he just like, plan? Cowardly, I mean, cowardly you know, jumped off uh, with a grain of salt. They have that like talk to the producers after the show, and oh, gotta watch that. <laughs> even they were like, yeah, he went full reek, and just, oh, okay. yeah, he, he's like, it's ingrained in him. He can't escape it. I was so. just trying to think, like, okay, well, if I know if I jump off, I can like swim around, and no, he will never suspect me. No, he's just I'm a, save the day. No, he's a, he's a useless character at this point that I don't. So I know. guess yeah, because you're on in episode one. I guess he went and got them. He's gonna bring them to Cersei. He'll is that, probably is that what's going down? yes. Okay. Yeah, because he said he was going to bring him a gift or whatever. Oh. So he, uh, he's, uh, I'm, I think Theon will have some sort of weird redemptive like Snape kind of death. At the Gendry, end who's still <laughs> rowing in his boat, is going to yep. come find him <laughs> swimming, yep. and like we're going to team up and we're yeah. going to go kill my uncle. So many team ups happening <laughs> these days on this show, which I guess is all headed towards that point anyway. Well, but... it was. It's weird hearing like. We see Melisandre roll up in, in Dragonstone again yeah. and telling Danny like, hey, go talk to Jon Snow. And then we go back to Winterfell and Jon Snow's so like, like, let's talk about Daenerys Targaryen. Like, yeah. we're about to be buddies. So then, and sure enough, he's like, let's go hang out. It's, it's, it's showing that this crazy like branch that's been spiraling out for the past six years is starting to come back together. Well, I they guess. better because they've kind of, you know, <laughs> run out of things to do. Yeah, so I mean, half, it's the most of the people are dead and we have and... to... And wrap it up in like what eleven more episodes, I think. Yeah, so uh, we're so running out of time to do this. So, um, but it's at this point, there's not a whole lot more exposition we can like put forward. Right. So everything is just moving forward, which is what the first episode of the season and even this episode is really just moving forward with everything mm-hmm. that's already been set into play. I mean, the only thing that really, like, exciting happened, I guess, this episode was that, like, naval battle scene again, but even yeah. then, it was... It like, was the, it probably the weakest battle we've seen I on agree. the show thus far. I really wish, it's, going back to Winterfell, it's really annoying. I wish, like, John and Sansa would talk before they have these, like, group powwows, you because it's just, like, John says, I'm gonna do something, and all of the, like, 
northern lords are like, rabble, rabble, rabble. And right. Sansa's like, I'm going to confront you in front of everyone and undermine your authority that we just set up in the end of last exactly, season. Yeah. And John's like, well, you're in charge now. And then she's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, just tell her before, but they I'm always go do this all, thing, and you're going to be in charge that's a, That is a problem. They keep having these, like, setups and confrontations, and then immediately after, they, like, resolve it, like, by themselves. Right. <laughs> so, Arya runs into Hot Pie, who I think we haven't seen in five seasons. Yeah. It's season been, two, maybe? Yeah. Because he th- thought that she was a boy. Yeah. Time, so, no. uh, and so, and he learns that the Starks have Winterfell again, so she turned around, is heading back north, yeah. right when Jon's leaving. Right. Do you think she's going to get there and Sansa's going to be like, well, I have to go too, and then Arya comes back home and no I'm one's sure, here. I'm sure, yes, I'm sure it'll <laughs> be something stupid like that because we're just so close to, like, you know, uniting the Starks, mm-hmm. what's left of them. The United Starks of America. Yes, as they're called. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, Arya has become the most interesting character on the show to oh, me. Oh, of course. Um, so I... I guess it's. I like that she's going back to reunite. I don't know. Family, I kind of wish she'd have been like, "I'll get to them later." I still want to go fucking yeah, kill the queen. I I kind of want to see how she, you know, ties up that, you know, one end that she has left. Mm-hmm. I thought that scene with her and the wolves in the woods was kind of dumb. One hundred percent unnecessary. Unne- yeah, unnecessary opinion. is a good word. That was real filler. I mean, I guess it shows Nymeria is still alive, and we it was some random just... callback to season one or An something. unnecessary callback, I feel. Uh, you know, um, people can disagree. Maybe they had, maybe they got them right in the feels. I, it, For me, I just... I was either, A, Nymeria is off, and we should just, you know, it should be a much more of a passing moment than that was built up to be. Or Nymeria is, like, part of the dream team now and, like, has, like, a laser cannon or something and is fighting, like, right. know, White Walkers. Or... Well, I heard, like, I remember reading on Reddit in past seasons, because I'm not a book reader, Sure. that, I mean, I knew Nymeria was, like, some alpha of a wolf pack running right. around. Yes, and I guess they were trying to, like, reference that. But, yeah, it just felt so unnecessary in the show. Like, oh, Arya's yeah. being surrounded by wolves. What's going to happen? Oh, Nymeria shows up and then leaves. And that's our wolf CGI for the whole season, because these dragons are expensive. Yeah. Like, we need more direwolf shit. Like, come on. Well, Nymeria and Ghost are the only ones still alive, I think. Right. And the only... Well, no, Bran's... Well, we have four Starks left. Because Bran and Sans are still alive, but their dogs are dead. Correct. I was trying to see... I was trying to see if there's some parallel between the dogs and the the, the kids. I think Ghost is. I don't know. Well, Ghost... I I don't know where Ghost is either. hanging out. (laughs) Ghost should have been in that Battle of the Bastards, I feel, at the end of last season. Yeah, he's just like... I don't know. I think he could have helped tear some throats out. He got a job or something. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have time for all this. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I got my... I got this uh, right up. I can what's going on. Okay, so... Pretty much everything happened, right? Well... Cersei and Kyburn, Kyburn, Kyburn. Oh, sure, yeah. Secret like, Doctor uh, Man. They they built that like cannon. Oh yeah, giant they, crossbow. Oh yeah, they have yeah some like artillery to fight dragons. Yeah, because like how are we going to defend against dragons? Because oh yeah, that was it. Because uh, Cersei had her like town hall meeting. Yeah. And all of the the lords were like, oh, they have dragons. And last time someone had dragons, they took over the seven yeah. kingdoms. What are you going to do? And she's like, we're working on something, and we see they're building a giant like. Uh, crossbow thing, a ballista. Ballista, yeah. That's what to kill dragons, and name. that's great and all because they shot the skeleton of some old, like one of Aegon's sure, old yeah, cool. dragon, and it pierced the skull. Uh, but dragons fly and move very quickly and are kind of like aerodynamic. 
Yeah, and they literally said they had agile. everyone spending like every waking moment, like everyone they had building spending... these giant ballistas. So I mean, okay, I just. Are they just gonna have like nine of them at like come dragon time or? I mean, yeah, I guess they just keep shooting, but there's three of them, and they could burn your shit up real fast. I'm I, I don't I don't see how without a dragon you can combat One a dragon. One of those dragons is going to die. Well, yeah, sure. There's three of them, there's... but I mean, obviously Daenerys will be riding one, Tyrion will be riding the other, and the third will be Bran in like full on work mode. He's gonna die as a work. As a dragon work. Yeah. He will die that way. <laughs> so that seemed dumb. From the sky to the ground, and he'll just keep. That's how he just keeps doing that. He just falls all the time. And then, finally, I guess we got to see some more of Sam's internship. Oh yeah, there was I, a there that horrible like uh, scene transition. I I did not care for that like uh, weirdly edited like. Just spliced together like poop segment. Oh, from season, episode one. That in episode one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know, yeah. You, I know you watched them back to back. Okay. Yeah, that was episode one. This is the one where he's doing like the surgery on that was, Jorah. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, I, that was that. And um, he's cutting off the the, the dragon. I mean, the, that uh, was, uh, the stone skin or whatever. That was a more intense scene to me than the naval battle. Yeah. No. Totally. I was like, uh, I couldn't didn't want to watch that scene. Like, yeah, then, it was rough. It was good. It was well done. I can't imagine. It's like here's no 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 milk of the poppy, no anesthetics, no, no nothing. It's like drink this rum and then bite down on this leather strap, and then I'm about to fucking cut your skin off. And he's got to remove each one of those things, and it's like and then, half his body. Yeah, he's, so he's got to take all that off, and then he's got to like you know basically put like rubbing alcohol on top of that. So. Yeah, and that's supposed to magically heal it. I don't it, know. it just seems weird because obviously uh, Professor Slughorn yeah. didn't want to deal with that. Right, because the, the last maester did it. Got the stone. He got stand. it. So, but, I mean, you know, Sam got he's got to figure. He's wearing gloves. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. No mask. <laughs> gloves are, just, yeah, maybe that was that guy's problem. I mean, no, he's just been wearing, wearing gloves. gloves. But yeah, and then there's that transition where he's cutting into it, and then it goes to Arya cutting into the yeah. pie, and I was like, that is gross and kind of crazy. Yeah, like real pussy. Like <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. So I'm. Uh, I, Speaking I, of pussy. Um, <laughs> Grey Worm uh, had a great moment. Where oh yeah, <laughs> Grey Worm getting some. <laughs> he uh, he couldn't use his wiener, but because uh, it's all like, it's gone ravaged. <laughs> but uh, he you know he finally expressed his love. And yeah, he and Masande. Like, Masande had uh, you know a very tender moment. <laughs> so good for them. Good for them because he's about to be shipped off to Casterly Rock. Does yeah. that mean he's dead? Does that mean he's gonna I, die? Probably. He got some, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a horror movie. Yeah, um, you like have sex and you die. Yeah, so like Jason Voorhees is gonna like be hiding at <laughs> Camp Casterly <laughs> and go get him. Yeah, it's funny. It's like it, it's strange when we're watching the show because I haven't read the books because I read like Masande's character in the book is like nine. Yeah, and it, they, and it changed. Well, I mean, I Danny's like thirteen, and right. like, Rob's just like fourteen, fifteen, all that stuff. But it's, it's always just funny how they wrote this. Obviously, how they're interpreting it. Oh, sure. Because uh, Natalie Emanuel is gorgeous. Sure, absolutely. Um, but I don't know if that relationship exists in the book. So, so, it, I don't it's, know. Well, it's. I just so I many just, things have gone off track. Yeah, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're already past what the books might have done, and now it's all just like made up. Right. I'm just curious now. You're kind of like. Does the show? Do you think the show is affecting George R. R. Martin writing the rest of the books at all, 
Or do you think he still like had his vision? He's still having problems writing it? Or do you think like I don't because know. of the success of the show, the, the books are being affected by that? You know? I guess it's hard to say. So maybe whatever his final outcome is, um, I don't know. Maybe everything's gone so far off what he intended to be his final outcome that he can't. Like, right. it, it'll just never sync up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe thus far, like, he's got a final resolution that he wants, right. and he can maybe use some filler to kind of go off what the show's been doing. I wonder like, oh, if, that was a great idea. I never thought of that. I mean, yeah. still that. I wonder if the showrunners know what, like, the end is. Like, if, if George R. R. Martin, like, told them what the end is, so they can at least meet up there. And it's not like a Scott sure. Pilgrim situation where the, the final book and Scott Pilgrim wasn't written when the movie was right. out. So those endings are so far Very off. different. Uh, in fact, the original ending, he ends up with knives. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, no, I found those up for Ramona. Anyway, uh, I, I, I would hope that like the final conclusion would at least be the same. And just the way we got there Hopefully. would be different. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because the last book probably won't come out until like 2030. Yeah. Actually, if it ever comes out at all. If it ever so. comes out at all at this point. Or he's just like, I don't... What I'm old. Just, he just here's dies. the ending. This is the canon yeah. ending now. Whatever, whatever David and DB wrote. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, just take that. So, um, any any other like predictions or what we no. could expect in episode uh, three or what you're looking forward to? Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Davos and Melisandre and uh, oh, getting back together. The, the real earful he's gonna give her. Yeah, well, because he sent her off, but. Did he know she was going to go to Dragonstone? Or I don't she, think like, so. I think she's brought that upon herself to try yeah, to, like, I guess, I think, get back in good graces Yeah, because I think she's just, you know, in exile at this point. So she's just trying to figure out, I don't know. I, well, didn't John say, like, if I ever see you again, like, I'll kill you myself or something like that? Yeah, something along those Because he also threatened Littlefinger down in the crypts. John oh, yeah, did. that was awesome. That was, was a that. baller move on his part. Well, Littlefinger's basically like, oh, yeah, I loved your mom, I wanted to fuck her, but she's dead, and so I love your sister, and I want to fuck yeah, her. Yeah, and uh, John says, like, quit being a slime ball. You made a real slime ball. Stop it, or I'll yeah. kill you. And I was like, "Yes, thank you." So you needed to hear that. I think I think Littlefinger really needed to hear that. I don't think he's heard that. But do you think he actually cares? No, I don't think he cares. Okay, like but I think we'll respect John's uh, wishes. I mean, it looked like he maybe kind of could have taken it to heart a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't think he cares. Yeah, I just I want to know how this is going to wrap up. Obviously, I hope next episode, like John and Danny, will get together because I don't want them to stretch that shit out. We don't yeah, have enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have enough. Uh, time left to start stretching things sure, out. Sure, and that's going to be, uh, you know, we'll see if uh, a lot of theories start coming together then. Because I really think this season is like John and Danny versus Cersei, and then like next season is like sure. the kingdom, like Westeros versus the White Walkers. Sure, you know, I would hope so. I hope that, that should be the ultimate battle because that's the ultimate. Uh, that's the ultimate bad guy, right? When right. you have like a zombie horde, it's just so weird to think like all this like like family like. You know, backstabbing and, and deceptions going sure. on, and while all that, these fucking snow zombies are coming at us. Sure, it's, it's, it feels like the worlds are so different, they and are, they're gonna right. collide really soon. Yeah, but it's, I still can't imagine gonna, like the White Walkers just being in King's Landing. You sure, know? they've done a great job of balancing that so right. far, but yeah, at some point we're gonna have to go from political drama to like just zombie, zombie movie like, like fantasy i mean obviously battles. they're going john's going to get the dragon glass that's what kills the white walkers but right. i guess dragon fire would do the same that's thing. what i'm saying yeah they're that's they talked about that in the episode. right like you know they just you just bring some dragons right so they really just you know one would probably do right you know fly over and burn them all it's not like it's not like the white walkers have these fucking ballista things yeah exactly it's so, yeah, just they can't do i mean they have they're like you know, four horsemen guys that right. like raise armies, but you know. except unless coincidentally, well, not coincidentally, um, like Cersei 
kills all the dragons somehow. But yeah, that would be a real win. And then they're like, well, now we don't have dragons. And now this aren't like zombie hordes coming. Sure. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Know. So we'll see how they wrap this up. I'm interested. Yeah. I have been for quite a few seasons. <laughs> quite now, a few so. years we're getting into yeah. this. So. Uh, all right. That's it. Um, we'll be back with a regularly scheduled Gameware Express next week back in the studio. Ooh. And we hope uh, you enjoyed our live panel. Michael, thanks for joining me tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you next time.